Welcome to episode 220. Today is Thanksgiving Day. What else do we talk about on Thanksgiving Day but gratitude? And so today I'm actually looking forward to this podcast. We're going to dive in. I actually took it in a completely different direction than I thought I was going to take it into. But we we look at this issue of gratitude and we look at it if you're down, if this wasn't a good year for you, well, gratitude works. If you're up, if this year was a good year for you and it was maybe a lot of successes, well, gratitude works for you too. It works to center all of us, to bring all of us back to center. If you need to come up, it helps you to come up. If you need to come down a little bit, it helps you come down. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about a few of my heroes, what I've learned from them. Uh, this should be a great Thanksgiving day. As we're talking about this, I want to encourage you be thinking about what you're grateful for in your own life. Sit back, relax, enjoy the music for a couple of seconds here, and we'll get back to the podcast. Um, thanks so much for joining me today. Welcome back to the Prof JC Leadership Podcast. And I got to tell you this, we have not been good about getting this podcast out in recent weeks. And I apologize for that. It has been crazy busy. And I say this all the time, I need to get more consistent with this. Um, I've got other podcasts that I'm a part of. My uh, this, It's called the Office Hours Podcast. It's for my students at Point Loma Nazarene University here in San Diego. But I got to get more consistent with this because there's so many things happening and so many things going on around the world and so many uh, just so many things that we need to talk about. And so here we are uh, uh, today back with this podcast. So this is Thanksgiving Eve when this is going to be put out or as I, I, I guess as I'm recording it, it's, it's going to play itself tomorrow, Thanksgiving. And so um, obviously gratitude is heavy on my mind. And uh, here's here's what I'm going to talk about today. This is a day, this is an entire week, in my opinion, where we stop and we pause and we say thanks. This week means a great deal to me because gratitude has been an absolute key in my own life for any success that I'm starting to see in my own life really, I think, has 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 been rooted in the concept of gratitude. The concept of giving thanks, you know, in our faith community, in our faith world, the the verse would say, the Bible verse would say, uh, give thanks in all circumstances, in all things. It doesn't say give thanks for all things. And when gratitude began for me, it was back in 2000 and uh, 2017 is when I I was in, I was introduced to gratitude as a a a consistent concept in my life. But it didn't really take over till about 2018. And then it, 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 it just ran the course. And I've been through some tough times between 2018 and now 2023. 
But I found that when I'm grateful in those moments, whether it was the divorce I went through in 2018, whether it was a, you know, a professional disappointment, I had several of those, whether it was professional or relational rejections, I experienced several of those in 2021. When I stopped and paused and I said, okay, here's what I'm going to be grateful for, what it, it, it brought me one thing, it brought me presence in that moment. And to really sit in that moment, whether it was a good moment or a not so good moment. But then it also brought back, and I think that this is key right here, that anytime we're grateful, especially in, in, in hard times, in, in difficult times, that what that gratitude does is it centers us around the idea of extreme ownership. And we're able to look at the situation and say, what could I have done better in this situation? Because now we're grateful for it. Now it's not just a hard situation that we're complaining about. Now we're saying, hey, thank you for this situation, whatever the situation is. Thank you for it. Thank you for that, you know, that professional rejection. Now I know something I need to do better in the next interview. Thank you for that relational rejection. Now I know that there's something I need to do better on the next first date or on the next relationship that comes my way. Here's some areas that I need to grow in. And, and so when we come with gratitude, it, 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 it leads to growth. It always leads to growth. And then obviously when we're, you know, that's what I found is, is that, we're, is that we're, when we're in gratitude in the hard times, it helps us grow faster. And then when we're in gratitude in the really good times, it helps us to, to be humble about the situation and, and, and to recognize that it's not just about us. That if there's any success that we're experiencing, more than likely it's because of the help of somebody else. Somebody else has come along that has helped us in this season. And so I think the reason why, for, for, from a faith perspective, to give thanks in all circumstances is because it helps us as human beings. It regulates us. When we're down, gratitude brings us up. When we're up a little bit too high, gratitude helps to center us back to where we need to be. So we're not walking around with ego and and I'm better than other people and and I did all this myself. No, it's it's an awareness that there's a something bigger at play here. And so gratitude is the thing that will always center us. And so that's why I think a week like this is so important. It's really a week to get centered. Especially as we go into, and I was talking about this the other day with somebody, especially as we're getting ready to go into the end of the year where it's now it's about gift giving, right? Christmas is coming up and it's about gifts and, and toys and presents and all these things. And, and, and I'm not against any of those things. I'm excited for all of those things. I love to give gifts and it's, it's kind of fun to get gifts as well. But there's nothing better that we could do before we get to that season than to center ourselves. And if this has not been a good year, to look back and say, you know what? Okay, I'm grateful for the hard seasons this year. And here are the ways, here are the things that I could have done better. Here are all the lessons I've learned this year. And here's what I'm going to tell you right now. If you don't do this, and this is a leadership podcast here, right? If you don't do this, if you don't take time and reflect, and especially during a really difficult season, and don't look back on the lessons then, and I have no data around this. I'm just going off experience and what I've seen from, from other people. Life's going to continue to give you that situation until you get the lesson. And so what better way to move on than just have some gratitude for it 
and then stop and say, okay, here's the reason why I'm grateful for this situation, because here's what it's teaching me, and here's what it, it, it has taught me, and here's where I'm at now. That's a wonderful thing to do. That That's a right thing to do. It's an important thing to do, because then you get the lesson. Then I get the lesson. I'll never forget 2021, one of the toughest years of my life. So much professional rejection. I've never experienced that in my entire life. And I don't have time to go into all of it today, but it was just, it was just incredible everything I experienced that year. But I remember sitting on my kayak that Thanksgiving and I had nowhere to go. I didn't have any friends and I kind of wanted to be alone. That year had just been so tough. I, I just wanted to be in the sun, be in, be on my kayak. And, and so I was. And I think, I think that night I had, had dinner with a couple friends or something like that, but I remember sitting there. And for the first time in my life, for better and for worse, I saw myself for who I really was. I'd experienced so much rejection that year. I would say lots of professional rejection and even some relational rejection as well. But through those rejections, because I was able to sit in that being in, in, in that state of being where I was grateful for it, I was able to see, okay, here's everything that I need to learn from all of these rejections. Here are things that I need to get better at. Here are my weaknesses. Here are my gaps. And once I recognized those and I was able to start doing some growth and start doing some work around those to get better and get better and get better and get better. So gratitude is the great equalizer. And then in a season like where I'm at right now, where life just seems to just keep getting better and it's going to keep getting better. It, it helps to regulate because there are moments when pride creeps in for any of you out there who have experienced any kind of success, especially when it's sustained success, success over seasons, over time. It's really easy to get into the ego and to start thinking, look what I did. Look how good I am. My products are amazing. My services are amazing. People want my my expertise. People want my leadership. My phone's always ringing. Look how good I am. No, 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 no. When we stop and pause for gratitude, what we're able to do is bring ourselves into a, a you know, a, we're able to center ourselves. So I, I went off on a tangent there. Here's what I want to say that I'm grateful for this year. It's been a great year, but I tell you, I've lost a lot of mentors this year to death. I had a former teacher of mine uh, who in later years became a, a really great encourager and inspiration. He passed away, I want to say March of this year, February, March of this year, and his funeral. I remember watching that and just, you know, there's something about when someone foundational for us passes away. I'm sure you've been there before. I'm experiencing it this year. When someone foundational for us passes away, it's, it's like the ground shifts under our feet. I don't know how to explain that. But, you know, it's, if we're standing on the shoulders of these people, these foundational people, and those shoulders are now removed, well, we got to buck up ourselves. And, and it's almost like we're going higher. We start losing that sense of we have other people to stand on, other people to kind of lean on. And now we become the people that other that the younger generations, the people coming behind us are leaning on. They're leaning on us for the answers. They're they're leaning on us for examples for how to live and how to be. I think they are. So there was that. There was a pastor that I grew up with. 
Uh, I grew up every day. His my parents would listen to him uh, on the way to school um, as as they were dropping us off. And so I grew up with him and he passed away uh, this year. And I just watched his funeral over and over and over again. Uh, Diane Feinstein, a U.S. senator out here in in California, uh, regardless of politics, I'm not here to talk about any of that, but she was a person who was just a dynamite human being, really a force of nature. Served California, I think, in the U.S. Senate for 30 some odd years. Before that, she was in the San Francisco County Board of Supervisors. Um, uh, that was another eight, 10 years. So 40 years of that. She experienced some pain and heartbreak in her life. You can read her story. So she passed away this year. Jimmy Buffett in August passed away. Uh, at the end of no, September 1st, I was, uh, I was in Palm Springs for Labor Day weekend and saw that. And, and I got to tell you, the, the bottom dropped out for me. What an incredible human being. His fun, his, 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 you know, uh, he was so big back in Indiana when I grew up. I've never been to see a concert of his, but I began in, in one of the toughest times in my life. I purchased one of his albums and he just knows how to lift people up. And he came out here to San Diego's very last major concert was in San Diego, California here. I was supposed to go. Jason Mraz opened up for him. And for some reason, we just got busy and we we weren't able to make it. And now I regret it. He passed away on September 1st. But not only was he a good musician, he was a great businessman. If you go back and study some of his interviews, he was a great businessman. And, and he was so centered on the music. It, it, you know, everything came out of that song, Margaritaville, right? He created those restaurants and all that kind of stuff. And But it was all about, for him, it was about bringing fun and experience to the people that he, uh, that came to his concerts, the people that purchased his albums. And then most recently, Bobby Knight, uh, the coach. And I'm going to do a whole podcast on him, I'm sure, at some point here in the near future. I'm, I'm going I'm to take some time and do him. You know, he was just a, a larger-than-life figure back in Indiana. I grew up in Indiana, basketball, Hoosier country. And so Bob Knight, I remember everybody wanted to be Bob Knight. I mean, you know, you'd go to these, 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 these middle school games, and you'd have these middle school coaches of these JV teams, and they'd be wearing the, the red sweater. You know, the the school colors were like blue and gold or something like that. And they'd still have a red sweater on <laughs> or they'd have some kind of sweater on. Everybody wanted to be Bobby Knight back in the day. But there was only one Bobby Knight. But he, here's the thing I'm grateful for, for all of these people that have gone before. OK. Because I'm finding that this is the key to really becoming a person that reaches your full and highest potential. It is to be a person who is so centered on purpose, whatever that purpose is, to be so centered on purpose that that purpose drives everything that you do. So you think about, and I think about my high school teacher, my elementary teacher. Um, he was so centered on community. Community was everything to him. And he did that all the way up. That drill drove everything he did was just being out in the community, loving the community, running for offices. And whatever it was that he could do to serve the greater community back there in my hometown. I think about the pastor that I followed. And his whole goal was to spread the message, his, his inspirational message to as many people around the world as possible. And he did. I think his ministry reached at, at its height. It got up to about 90, 90, 91 million dollars a year. You know, in business, that's not a lot of money, but for a nonprofit, 
you know, ministry, that that's a that's a ton of money. It's not about the money, though. I'm saying that because the impact that, that he had. Um, huge. Diane Feinstein devoted her life to public service. Jimmy Buffett devoted his life to music and inspira- you know, inspiration of others, providing great experiences for others. Bobby Knight devoted his life to basketball, de- devoted his life really to being a teacher and coach of young men. That's what he prided himself on. And he'll tell you that. He was a very tough taskmaster. But at the end of all of it, the purpose for all of it was really to build these young men. So, so at, at the heart of these great people who passed away this year, at the very heart of who these people were, it wasn't about seeking greatness. And I'm sure that they, I'm, I'm sure that these were all a- ambitious people. Of course they were. You know, you, you don't get to where they are on accident. That's for sure. But they found something so key to who they are and they, and they went after it. I'm putting together a training right now for Cisco, the company. It's going to be a virtual training. We're going to do it in the first full week of December. And it's all about the full finding, you know, living the fully expressed life. And that term comes from Dr. Warren Bennis, who wrote the book on becoming a leader, which was a, an instrumental book into why I do what I do even today. And he talks about this idea of living the fully ex- expressed life. And here's what he says. No person should set out to be a leader. That person should only set out to live a life of full expression. And too often what we see in the marketplace and in business, we see people who are out there trying to become leaders, trying to become managers, have no business being in positions of management and leadership. And what they need to be pursuing is full expression. And out of that full expression, that person becomes a leader. Now, how do you full express yourself? That's what this training is going to be about. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, but you got to know yourself. You got to know your context. And and here's what I would say. But this is a word we can't use too much in corporate America today. You've got to you know you you've got to master yourself. So self mastery, context mastery, and then what I would call is vision mastery. Okay, self mastery, context mastery, vision mastery. That means we're going after a vision. We're pursuing it. You know. Once we have these things down, we're we're now living a fully expressed life. And out of that comes leadership. So we don't seek seek positions of leadership. We don't seek positions of fame and power. What we do is we seek a life of full expression. And, and, and the happiest people that I know, and I'm doing a lot of studying right now of kind of billionaires and people who've been very successful. The thing that I find that, you know, there all types of personalities become successful. It's, it's not just someone who lives a fully expressed life. Matter of fact, there are a lot of people who lose fully expressed lives who never will become, uh, in the world's terms, successful. But they are. But often the people that we tend to think of as successful, they're the ones who gain power, they gain money. Very few of these people really live fully expressed lives. For many of them, I'm finding it's about winning. It's all about winning at all costs. I'm not here to shame it. I'm not here to talk down on it. It it is what it is. But I think what I've learned from these people this year who've passed away, and these are some giants in my own personal life, these are people who lived for full expression. And out of that full expression came the success 
came the leadership, came the platforms, came the notoriety, came the fame, came the success that they were seeking, a, a life of full expression. And so I am grateful this year that in the midst of so many people who've passed away, some great, and I'm sure I've missed a few people too, who've been um, probably giants of human beings. I'm sure I'm missing a couple of them who've passed away this year. What I'm grateful for with every single one of these people is that they model to us lives of full expression. Once we get that down, that's where leadership comes from. That's all I got for us today. I hope this is an amazing Thanksgiving week for you, Thanksgiving weekend for you. And as we move into Christmas, and we'll do a couple more podcasts for sure here in the next couple of weeks. I got a lot of travel coming up and and uh, and we got to wrap up semesters and that kind of stuff. But I'm going to make sure I get on this podcast because this is really important for me to do. But I, I appreciate you listening today. I, I, I hope that wherever you're in the world, I know not everybody across the world celebrates Thanksgiving, but wherever you are, if you're celebrating Thanksgiving today, you're able to pause and you're able to reflect and just give thanks uh, for something great in your life. And even if you're not in, in a season where things are going great, to give thanks anyway, because the fact that you can listen to this, the fact that you can hear means that you've got something going for you. And again, out of that gratitude, when you're down, it brings growth. When you're really, really up, it brings centeredness and brings us back to center. Gratitude is the key for true success in life. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Prop JC Leadership Podcast. Take care. I'll see you soon. 